Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Would I kill my own baby? To save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Yeah, we're recording. Hi, everyone. This is The, the Big, big One. Do I usually say this is or welcome to? I think I say welcome. Okay. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The, the Big, Big Ones. Ones. I'm Maria. And I'm Amanda. And this is The Big, the Big Ones. Ones. Each week, we discuss new ethical questions, ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The problems can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see, Ryan Corrigan? I think I will. Oh, <laughs> he's too game. cool right up now. He's game. got his ha- hands behind his head. <laughs> I feel, I've, you know, I've done this once now. I feel like an old pro. Why is your hand behind your head like that? For support. Oh, he, ah! just, for- he just took it down because he felt uncomfortable. Then he tried to sneak it back up. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just scratching. Wait, I need to take a picture. Scratching. We'll post this, guys, so you yeah, can we'll see. Yeah, we'll post it. As soon as you hear this, check your phone. I'll have text messaged you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is a Sunday early morning recording, and it's like 11. I, I'm going to tell Cinco you what. It's Cinco de Mayo. Oh, you're oh, right. Yes. Feliz Cinco de Mayo. Feliz Cinco de Mayo. Mi amigos. Mm. Salud. We're all drinking our coffee, and Ryan has a tea because he won't touch the stuff. No, I don't drink coffee. Why not? Well, because I remember in high school, all all the other kids drinking coffee, uh-huh. and I thought, you guys are slaves to your coffee. Like, you can't take a test without a coffee. I'm going to take a <laughs> test without a coffee. I just uh-huh. never got into it. Also, I don't like the taste. <laughs> guys, I wish this was video so you could see Ryan. <laughs> I like coffee ice cream, though. Mm. Sure. You know, I haven't had coffee ice cream in a minute. Like, I, I, I gravitate toward coffee ice cream. I haven't cream. had it yeah. in maybe, I'm going to go eight years. Whoa. But then again, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, I'm not a big ice cream person. I know. it's You're not? She loves a cookie, chocolate croissant. She'll never say no. But you claim you don't like ice cream, but do you turn it down? I don't. If... Like if someone's like, oh, we got dessert. It's it's ice cream. I don't know. I, I don't need it. But if someone goes, here's a hot fudge sundae. One hundred percent, I'm in. Or banana split. I'm one hundred percent in. Tricked out ice cream. You're into one hundred percent. But if someone's just like, I've got to scoop a rocky road here. I'm like, what are we doing? Get me out of here. Well, I understand. Maybe in a dinner party setting, it's not the most impressive dessert. But there's nothing <laughs> like on a hot summer's day, riding your bike down to Thrifties to get a scoop of mint and chip or medieval. Madness or malt crunch. What's medieval madness? Medieval madness. It's a metal in there. <laughs> it's great. Medieval it's like madness. Hot oil. <laughs> I, I don't know exactly how to describe what medi- medieval madness is, but I think there might be. It's a chocolate, maybe a, a pretzel, maybe some sort of malt situation. I'm what not what sure. makes that medieval? 
Well, I don't know a lot about medieval history, yeah. um, but I'll have to look into that. I think they were into if pretzels. If anything, there should be like honey mead in it or something like that. Mm. that I don't think Thrifty's going like that. Uh, here comes Matt with the... Oh, I thought you were coming... Are, do you know what's in Medieval Madness? The ice cream? I don't. Oh. Is this <laughs> <laughs> is, is Thrifty's the um, Rite Aid? The Rite Aid one? Yeah. I've never done that. I don't oh, Amanda like got me into it. It's really airy. It's the I love cheap ice cream. It's the best. I don't really get down with this like craft ice cream stuff. I love yeah. an ice cream that has like a pie chopped up in it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so people are saying that Medieval's ice cream tastes like Three Musketeers. Mm-hmm, that's right. Ah, and but I'm not. The Musketeers are a little medieval. Maybe that's the thing. Oh, interesting. That's very interesting. I see. So this is kind of like a more general way to say that without the copyright. Yeah, exactly. That's so interesting. That's my theory. It says it was three Musketeers bars mixed into vanilla. So they were trying to Reddit evoke says. a certain um, sense among their customers without saying three Musketeers. Yeah, that's well, genius. Were the Three Musketeers medieval? Uh, at least medieval adjacent. God, is there anything worse than living in medieval times? I mean, I couldn't. You mean the the no, show, the not stadium the show. show? But I mean, living in that time period. I mean, any like literally anything before like seventeen hundred, I would have just not been what, okay. What scares me about it? Because I've thought about this too. I would have probably have been a peasant. <laughs> and if you look the wrong way at a knight, they'll just run you through with their sword and keep going, and no one's going to fight for you. But why would you be looking at a knight the wrong way? Because I wouldn't like how he was running around <laughs> like he like he ran like he ran. Can we swear? Yeah. Like he. <laughs> well, what curse word are you about to use? Shit. Like <laughs> I wouldn't like how the knight was riding around like he ran shit. And I might look at him and be like, oh, you think you're so tough. You think you're so bad. And then he would chop off my head. I just think there's nothing yeah. where, like, even if you're a king in medieval times, like, you're not doing well. Oh, yeah. Even if you're a princess, you're still probably going to get the pox. Yeah, you it's know? And, like, yeah, I, I just, the, the medical advancements are not there yet. So. I just, also, everybody smelled, I bet. Yeah. Because they didn't like to bathe. Because I think yeah. back, well, so medieval times, when is that? Is that, like, we're talking, like, the 15th century? I thought it was, like, like 1300s. But let me, I'm going to look this up, you guys. Okay, when were the... Med- I, ca- I can't put in medieval times, so like medieval era. Should I Google... Dark ages. Is that what medieval is? Dark ages? There, There's some overlap there. Okay. The Crusades were the late 12th century, early 13th century. So if we're talking like Crusades era, we're talking like 1180s. Okay, so in, I'm... Yeah. For the next in the years. history of Europe, the Middle Ages or medieval period lasted from the 5th century to the 15th century. Okay, so I think the plague was in the 1500s or the 1600s. Is that... Um, then I'm going to have to look this up too but let me just say this it began with the fall of the Western Roman Empire and merged into the Renaissance so I could have been okay in the Renaissance like I wouldn't have been 100% but you know late middle ages yeah you were okay with yeah because that's like Shakespeare time because you actually remember somebody once said that you looked like a Titian no I look like a um, a Flemish a Flemish Flemish, uh, like um who what who's a Flemish painter? 
What somebody once saw Maria and Durr said that or something? she looked like a Flemish painting. Uh, mm. I do look like a. I look like um. Uh, I've got the looks of you know some someone someone would have painted in a time when you know women didn't look like models. Well, I it's your silhouette. Yeah. So you have that your nose silhouette and the way your My eyes and your go out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. No, you you have a beautiful face. You know, too. It's gorgeous. I mean, it really is. Um, it's like a it classic. Belongs, it a belongs in the Huntington. It belongs in the Huntington. Haven't yeah. I seen you in the I'll Huntington? I'll just chop off your head and send it over there. <laughs> I think I saw you on the guillotine in a uh, painting in the Huntington. Well, I have a Grecian nose. I look like my profile could be on a coin. Yeah, you look Roman. Yeah, Roman. Or Grecian. <laughs> she keeps turning her head to the side. <laughs> it's true, though. You yeah. do look like a coin. I could have been on a coin, but yeah. God, I can't get a role in a sitcom. <laughs> if you want to get a Which role on a sitcom. Which coin would you have been on? Uh, like I a would've... one cent piece or a... Yeah, one cent piece. You need a button nose to get on a sitcom. Yeah, you need this pig nose. Oh, yeah, you do yeah. need a pig nose. A pig nose, a, a strong jaw, and uh, blonder hair. Yeah, you need... There are certain things you need to get on a sitcom. You can either... It either is that you have a strong jaw... With a little button nose or an upturned nose, something where like you look like a human. Do you I, know what I mean? Yeah, I also have a, a Grecian figure because they because <laughs> you don't have it. You stop at the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the time in history was when they didn't like a waist, that's what I have. When they didn't like, they a don't waist? like a small waist. So whenever the corset went out of style, but before it was invented, that's oh. when I would have flourished. Ryan, when do you think you would have flourished? Um, I would have flourished um, in New England from 1700 to 1800. So I could have been a statesman. Okay. And And, you're talking, that's like Revolutionary War Yeah, Revolutionary War history. Yeah, I would have flourished. I would have been there in the room, you know, when we were writing the Declaration of Independence. I might have ended up writing the Declaration of Independence uh, instead of Thomas Jefferson. Would you have made some tweaks? Yeah, I got some. I got some. But I you're not into input. politics. What? You're not like in. You're not like a politician. You're so not like, into politics. I wouldn't have found politics. Politics would have found me. You would have been called. I would have been. Call- I would have had a higher calling. I would have been called to the revolution, the revolutionary cause. Whoa! We all wow. would have been if that was surrounding us at the time. I don't know about me. You, you wouldn't would have, have been called to that. You would have been no. They a wouldn't let me in. The, they wouldn't have let me into the room. A confederate, you fool. <laughs> You can pass as a little boy, though, remember? And that's so, not even in the Revolutionary War. That's in the Civil War. What? The Confederates. Yeah. Right, right, We're not right, talking right. about that. We're talking about the Revolutionary War. But Amanda called me a Confederate. Yeah, in the Civil oh, War. I'm sorry. My bad. You no, would have okay, been a... a um, redcoat. No, she, no, she would have been a redcoat. She would have been a loyalist yeah, to the a Tory, crown. A loyalist. A Tory. You would have been a Tory. I would not. I'm not for the the crown. I would have liked... I want to live out in like the prairie and stuff. Like I would have been all... Okay, then oh, you she's already have, west. You wouldn't I'm have... already west. <laughs> I'm past Utah. Okay, you were outrunning. You were outrunning the revolution. Yeah, that's. I was I just in Philly, and we did go to the Re- the American Revolution Museum, and it was pretty interesting. It was oh, this was actually kind of cool. So, um, we they had a whole um, you know, sometimes museums will have like you go in and you sit and you watch this like movie, and mm-hmm. they have their own theater. Mm-hmm. It was called um, 
Jeffer wait who Washington's tent. And so apparently Washington was such a good military leader and he was said that anything his men would go through he wanted to suffer the same pain. Yeah. So when a lot of military leaders would be like living in the hotel while the men are out in the field living in tents, he had his big tent he would bring everywhere and he'd always stay with his men. Cool. Eating the same food, doing everything with them. So we watched this whole like 10 minute movie about this and then at the end of the movie it's all about his tent. The screen lifts up and they've no, got the tent. No, I just no, got no, goosebumps no. looking. Uh, <laughs> they have the original tent? The original tent. And then it was the tent was all beautifully lit and all backlit. And then they had this like the changing of the seasons on this um, rear screen projection. Was it just a the Coleman tent? tent that was in- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was in Target. Yeah. <laughs> What's that Target brand? Target brand. I don't know. It was oh, a have, oh, anyway. So was it nice? It, was it roomy? It was. Well, I didn't get to go inside, but I got to see it, and it looked very roomy. And I was like, "Damn, this is so cool!" So shout out to the Revolutionary War Museum. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should be your sponsor. That would, be, would cool. be nice. That would be super nice. Well, Ryan, um, thank you. So you're welcome. <laughs> I, I have something to say though. What? I uh, I've been. You know, you've had me on the show before. You yeah. posed that that moral brain buster, as yeah. you put it, about um, would I fire a missile yeah. upon Boston or would I... Um, save the world. Save the world. And I've been thinking a lot about it. Oh, you've <laughs> I'm sure still you been have. Thinking. It beats them alive. If you guys haven't listened to this episode, please go back. It's honestly one of my favorites <laughs> because Ryan gives a awe-inspiring speech. A rousing speech. speech. See, I'm a statesman. Anyway, I've been I've been thinking a lot about the choice that I made that day. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't change a thing. Oh god. <laughs> so what was your choice? I forget. You were going to you weren't going to blow up Boston. I think his choice was that he was going to pose it to the, the crowd and then let the crowd kind of decide. With the applause meter? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember uh, what it was just, you said. It was, you guys were going was, down with the ship, right? Yeah, I wasn't going to fire a missile upon uh, the and United And he was States. expecting all of Shea Stadium or whatever. Is that not Shea? Shea Stadium? <laughs> Fenway Park. Come on. <laughs> he was uh, expecting all of Fenway Park to be like, yeah, let's go. But then, you know. No, they were. You even put the sound effects in there. No, you made it seem like you were going to be a martyr but then i think last minute you said but we're not gonna do it right yeah we're gonna we're gonna i don't remember yeah you have to go back and listen this is the little teaser mm-hmm. if you want to find yeah, out yeah you want to find out go back um so ryan we like to start the episode asking if our listener i mean if you guys my brain is like at 30 percent. are you tired or what's happening yeah i'm a little tired did you sleep well last night <laughs> <laughs> yeah i slept pretty well i went to bed at like one what'd you do last night what were you watching good, good question. Watch we know she's not out <laughs> <laughs> i was watching a couple things i watched an episode i was on a netflix I, w- I went netflix browsing and i was watching um the the uh hunt for not or the last nazis it's a it's a documentary show about this guy going to hunt the the Nazis that haven't been brought to jail, like in modern times. Yeah, I think mm. it was like from two thousand six or wow. something. And so I did an episode of that, and then I went to One Strange Rock, that Darren Aronofsky um, documentary series about Earth that Will Smith narrates. I Ooh, did an episode I don't of that. Know about this, and then we went to one Earth. What's the new Netflix Earth thing? 
Oh. One or, or um yeah, I forget what that's one called. One planet. One planet yeah. or is that, something. Is that it? Something like that. And let me tell you something. That was really intense. And the birds in that do a little dance that is go- is shocking. Is this a dance we haven't seen before? Yes. This is a dance that there's two different dances and one is this this bird moonwalking down um down branches like moonwalking and then the woman just looks at the bird cuz he's like trying to get her and the yeah. the the woman's just like at the end they go well she wasn't impressed she flies away <laughs> and then these other birds they go and they they gang not gang up but they go to like where the woman bird is and there's like five birds and they <laughs> And they do this dance, this choreographed dance where they're just jumping over one another. All the men. Oh, I've seen that. We did watch this first episode because I remember that dance. Yeah. It's so crazy. I mean, it's so nuts. The, the the male birds team up. Yeah, he it's like the guy with like, like three sync. of his friends. Yeah, <laughs> go and they rehearse it, Ryan. And one of the other birds pretends to be the woman. Really? Yes. It's so crazy. Birds are nuts. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, it's the first episode. All right, so that's what I was doing. Okay, okay. all right, that's all you're saying. Right, that's worth yeah. it. Yeah, that's worth it. <laughs> Do you have a? Oh, okay. Uh, didn't I didn't say. say it. Yeah. Okay, guys, welcome to the big ones. No, um, girl, that's back too far. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, do you have any moral dilemmas that you need help with? I do. Oh, okay. Um, I have. A thing that I probably haven't ever spoke of oh, before. No. This is. A, Are you uh, sure you want to do it here? Yeah, actually, I had a few, and I decided one I probably shouldn't speak of. So then I mm-hmm. went to my backup one. Okay. Now, you wouldn't know if you know me. You know I'm a pretty upstanding guy. God. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm usually you know walking the straight and narrow. But what people don't know, yeah, is you're that a square. I'm a square, like a cool square. But but what people don't know about me is that for a short time in my life, I fell into the wrong crowd. Oh, my God. In 1988, uh-huh. we moved um, across Maynard from one side of Maynard to the other side. And I was in a new neighborhood, had no friends. I had one friend. And uh, I fell in with my neighbor. We'll call him Joey. Okay. And his friend, Joey. Two Joeys. Well, two Joeys. Okay. We'll call them Joeys. Okay. And uh, I was like, these guys, I guess, are going to be my new friends in this mm-hmm. neighborhood. And there was another kid in the neighborhood, and we'll call him John. Okay. So one day, John left his Alfred E. Newman Mad Magazine skateboard over Joey's house. Uh-huh. And he left it, and he went home. And one of the Joey's had the idea that we should take it apart and like hide it from him. Oh, and right. I was an accomplice to this. Uh-huh. Mm. We took apart the skateboard. Were you and having we, the best time? I don't know. I probably felt conflicted. You had anxiety probably about it. Yeah. Probably didn't want to, um, you know, lose these two new friends. Okay. And we took it apart and we scattered the pieces all through the woods behind my house. Oh, my God. I remember putting one of the wheels in like a hole in a tree. I don't oh know what happened God. to the, the, the actual board part. <laughs> and... To this day, this haunts me. I think about Jonathan wondering where his skateboard went. Do you never found it? He, I don't think he ever found it. To this day, I don't did think he, he knows. Did he know you guys did no. that? No, he never said anything to us. So he might have, to this day, he might just think he lost it. You have to and tell really, him. And really, 
the Joeys and I took it apart and scattered the pieces around the woods. And so I wonder often if I were to run into John today, should I tell him that? Yeah. You should find him on Facebook. Or is it just water under the bridge and like better to leave leave it in the past? some more backstory. So what did John do to you and the Joeys to deserve this? Absolutely nothing. It was just he was you guys liked him just as much as you all liked each other. I think so. Yeah. But here's the thing. Joey, one of the Joeys was a bad apple and was, he threw crab apples at my cat once. What he, are crab apples? The little apples. Okay. Like if you have like you a, don't like, eat them. No, but you can make pies out of them. But he threw them at my cat. He chased my cat with a hose. He, he <laughs> Wait, was did just, he spray the hose or he just was holding it? He, <laughs> he sprayed it at Belle and my cat Belle. Aww. Now this was very early on. I didn't really have a firm understanding of who this joey was yet when right. the skateboard thing happened you know come to find out after uh knowing him for a couple of years he was a bad apple but so this was something that he was probably um used to used to doing was joey and the other joey were they brothers no just that buddies. would be wrong <laughs> <laughs> two brothers the same name i was assuming they were brothers wow okay yeah so do you have any contact with these people at all um no you- I would maybe see um, John. We would run in the same circles. So, was he, he a good he guy? Actually, he, yeah, he was a good guy. He might actually be at the wedding I'm going to in August because oh wow, uh, you got to bring him a friend. skateboard. And I haven't really seen him in 20 years. And so, is it just weird if I go, hey, remember your Mad Magazine skateboard? He'd be like, yeah, what happened to it? I just I lost it. And then I would say, well, J- the Joeys and I took it apart in the woods. That's a weird. Yeah, you but have, then you have to say, let him hit you in the face. Yeah. No, I'm in the wedding. Like, maybe after the wedding. After the after wedding. Because that's what he gets for the misdeed. Ryan, I think this is what you have to do. And I think this is fun. You find John on Facebook or at the wedding or whatever. You go on eBay and you get him an Alfred E. Newman skateboard. Yeah. And you present it to him. And you go, this is for what i did to you during the ceremony maybe i should skate down the aisle on the skateboard and then jump off and hand it hand it to him in the aisle now do you think that's going to bring up bad memories for him or do you think like this is a moral dilemma like at what point is stuff water under the bridge and at what point are you doing more harm than good kind of yeah bringing stuff 31 years Right. I, I I think because it's not it it was mean what you guys did, but it wasn't like I, I doubt that was that emotionally hurtful. However, if if he hears that you guys did this, is that gonna change his whole impression of his childhood? Oh wow. Yeah. You know, like, oh my god, my friends, these people I thought were my friends were actually my enemies. Yeah. Was this it? Yep, that's it. That was it. That's the skateboard. Yeah, I had Let it me too. See? I had the same one. Wow. How much is it now? Well, it's... Thousands, and you have to buy <laughs> it's it. It's a million dollars. It says whoever has this in full will forever. Yeah, it's from 1987. It doesn't say how much it is. Hold on, hold on. Is that eBay? Yeah. Um. Gosh, it's not saying how how much it it is. $89. Oh, jeez. That's not bad. For that, for a 1987 Alfred E. Newman Pro Model Rare 70s Nostalgia Vintage Mad so, Magazine Skateboard. Why don't? What have you reached out to the other boys and asked if they want to slit it with you? Uh, one of the Joeys I could may- maybe do that with. The other Joe, like the main Joey, 
Bad Joey. A bad Joey? I don't want anything to do with. He Why? What's chased he... my cat with a? He well, what's he with... doing now? He could be. He could be a father of four. You know. I don't know. He was just. Uh, he... You know what else they did? What? Like at some point, you know, we had a falling out because he was being mean to Belle, my cat. They also would shove snow up the tailpipe of my dad's car, which can you know really f up the car. Yeah. Um, he got a dirt bike and would ride it in circles around his backyard and keep the whole neighborhood up at night. Oh my god! god. It's like yeah. one thing to do things to terrorize like people in your community, but it's another thing to do it to like your next door neighbor, where it's like we know it's you. Like it's yeah. like not even like like right. boys like like causing like trouble through. It's like mm-hmm. you're right, Nick. We know it's you. Stop being a dick. Right. I- I'm haunted by something I did as a kid too. Let's hear it. So we had this elderly neighbor, Shelly. I think that was her name. She lived like three doors down. And I was always trying to keep up with my older sister, Sarah, who is four years older than me and like her group of friends. But they were always kind of mean to me and like didn't want me to play with them. So one time um, my family was getting rid of this mattress um, and it was like out in the trash. Mm -hmm. And I forget the exact specifics, but somehow my sister convinced me to like wear the mattress. Like, <laughs> like she cut it open and I had to. Of course, Sarah would cut open I a mattress. I had to like wear it. Huh. And then they like put like this other, like a weird headscarf on me. Like, a, <laughs> And they made me go up to this elderly <laughs> neighbor's door and knock on the door and like ding dong ditch her basically um, wearing this like insane wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute (laughs) this is the most elaborate ding dong ditch the whole point of a ding dong ditch is not to be there when she opens the door so why did you need to be wearing a mattress i don't remember the details but there was all i remember is i was like in this insane mattress costume and this old woman yelling at me and saying get off my property oh no (laughs) and i felt so horrible i also used to steal and this was more on me because i thought i was a detective this is a game i would play called detective i was stealing mail all around the neighborhood mm-hmm. and then dusting it with fingerprints with my mom's makeup <laughs> <laughs> i once stole in like second grade someone brought in cupcakes for their birthday and there were chocolate and vanilla and you were only allowed to take one and i hid <laughs> the other one in my desk all day <laughs> I I hid that in my desk and it was like being on the run like all day I was were you, were you nervous? Were you nervous? I was so nervous I remember it hitting the top because you know the desks were like there's the little um, area you don't lift it up it's just like the whole yeah that, where your textbooks would go yeah so I remember like checking in on it and seeing the frosting hitting the top of the desk you know <laughs> like I remember what was your plan how are you gonna smuggle it out of school I don't know but I was like I need I need both like it's not an option to just have one and none of your classmates saw this I don't remember what happened but I just remember that I did that and that that yeah Oh my god, the things kids do. I was also kind of bullied this girl in my neighborhood called Kimmy. Um, so and I feel bad about this, but it's like whenever we were playing and then we'd see Kimmy riding her bike toward us, we'd go, Kimmy alert, Kimmy alert, we'd all run away. Run away. <laughs> <laughs> it was so mean. Oh, do you know um the what, you wanna hear something mean? Taryn, when she was brand new uh, This again, is your girlfriend. Is, I'm sorry, this is my girlfriend Taryn. She uh her family immigrated here from South Africa in 1988. So she was at school trying to make new friends. Mm-hmm. And they, she was hanging out, like riding her bike around um, 
the school after school one day and found some girls and they were all hanging out in the parking lot. And, um, Taryn mentioned that she had a, uh, or Taryn had her boom box there with her and they were listening to, I don't know, new, new kids on the block or something. And one of them mentioned that they loved a certain song and Taryn's like, I have that song at home. Should I go get it? Cause she was like, I'm going to make, you know, friends with these girls. They're like, yeah, yeah, go home and get that song. And she came back and they had stolen her boom box. (gasps) They sent her home to go get this music just so that they could steal her boombox. Horrible. And they she played her like a fiddle. Did the kids go to school with her? Yeah, but it was a big school. Probably was one of those big Orange County like schools. Oh my gosh. No, I'm trying to think of something mean that was done to me when I was a kid. I, I think most, I'm trying to think of if like I have, I got bullied a lot by my sister, but I wasn't really bullied in school that much. Sometimes the boys were mean to me. But I'm trying to think like if my sister came to me and was like, Amanda, here, remember that time I strung up your ballerina doll from the ceiling and stripped it nude and then you came home to see all of your dolls nude hanging from the fan? <laughs> Wait, she said this? No, I'm wondering. She That's did what that. She did. Oh. I came home one day and I walked into my bedroom and all of my Barbies and my ballerina dolls were nude hanging from nooses from the ceiling fans swinging oh, around Lord. my room. So I wonder if... <laughs> That's creepy, Sarah. <laughs> I know. But I wonder if I... Also, for Christmas one year, my sister and I both got ballerina dolls, but she had this one that had point shoes on and would spin elegantly on point I shoes. I remember those. And then I had this flat-footed, like, <laughs> like five-year-old kid doll, and I was like nine, and it would just vibrate and go like, and like do this like really <laughs> ugly dance around a hard surface. Uh-huh. But anyway, I wonder if she came to me and she was like, here's this doll that you wanted. I'm so sorry I strung up your dolls like wow. that. If it would have impact on me or if I would just be like weirded out. Yeah, it... To a to a degree, I feel like so much time has passed that like if he knows that I'm still thinking about this, does that just reflect even I'm, more poorly on me? Like, should no, I? No, it reflects goodly on you that you're thinking about it. I think what you should do is if he's at the wedding, I don't think you need to go out of your way to reach out, okay? But if he's at the wedding, I think you need to say, "Hey, can let me let's go grab a drink." I want to talk to you about something. And then you get the drink and you splash it in his face. <laughs> no, I think that you say like, if you guys are kind of vibing at the wedding and maybe you're in a fun conversation, you're like, mm-hmm. I have to tell you something. Uh, and then you tell him and then you say, I'll either buy you this skateboard again. It's $89 or you can hit me. Yeah. I think you should <laughs> just show up with the skateboard. I mean, how crazy would that be if you were like i have something for you and it was the skateboard yeah i can i can see that i can get down with that That it's pretty cool if you did do that and you have to film it and you have to see how his face changes man that's not a bad idea i mean that's that's points that's like good good uh karma yeah yeah you get another brick for your house never too late to write the ship yeah to what write the ship right like right like turn it back to get it back not where is it going waterbound it's a um it's right a, now it's just facing it's like, a metaphor i don't know is that a metaphor what does right as rain mean right as rain i don't know you know right that, yeah that's a very country yeah saying. but what does that mean right as rain it means uh right right as rain what does that mean it doesn't i mean don't know anything. what it means i don't know where it comes from it's but complete it, gibberish <laughs> <laughs> so now we're gonna do so now we're going to do our ask. So Ryan, what happens is we need money on our, we need money. Yeah. And so we have a Patreon that people can subscribe to. Right. But we have to say it in a way that will make them do it. Otherwise they'll be passive and not do it. How is it? Are you happy with your Patreon? Um, 
earnings. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, they have gone up so much. And because what we learn is that we need to say it in a in a masculine tone and we need to say at the beginning of the episode. Well, you got the right guy for the job. Yeah, so you need to tell our listeners very firmly that you need to rate and review us on iTunes and okay. you need to join our Patreon. And if you won't, then it's on you that we can't do this anymore. Right. Okay, go, go ahead. Hey, nerds. No, Ryan, you can't. <laughs> hey, you nerds. This is the boy who stole the skateboard. Are you sure you weren't one of the I am a the nerd. Joeys? That's why I, he's the he's Joeys. The Joeys. I am a nerd. That's why as as if, uh, so I can talk like this okay. to other nerds because I'm right, one of them. All right, but not all of them are nerds. Our, our audience is very cool. Hey, you nerds, you losers. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if you don't do Patreon, they're going to record maybe one more, two more episodes of this, and then the money's going to run out. And then you're not going to, you're going to have to find them like on the street or something if you want to ask them about moral quandaries. Yeah. Okay. Or you're just going to have to listen to the backlog of episodes for the next, you know, 10 years. Or you give them a buck. And if you all give them a buck, mm-hmm. then they get to keep doing this. So the choice is yours. And idiots. they should rate and review us on iTunes. That was good, Ryan. Also, also, also rate and review them. And let me let me just read. Should I read a couple reviews? Yeah, really that sounds great. Um, hold, please. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. That's the whole music. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. I have the ratings up here. I got one. Okay, but you go. Uh, this uh, go go and then I'll go. Okay, you see this long one. That's first. Yeah. I absolutely love this podcast. Maria and Amanda are incredibly funny and genuine hosts. This show has made me want to donate to their Patreon from listening Mm -hmm. to free episodes this season, like Seven with Derek Waters, Minority Report with PFT, A Star is Born with the incredibly talented musician Jesse Thomas, and so many more from this season and past seasons. And I also love the Godzilla episode. It's a must listen. This is an incredible podcast, and I highly recommend their wonderful Patreon. And that is from nrolg 55 and then bowl of spoon bowlful of spoons says this is it. This is pretty much art in its purest form. Also, I love the intro song. Then Dave one two three four five six four three two five seven six three. A man and Maria are the best podcasters in the game. They are both hilarious and have a great dynamic together. Two particularly great episodes are Problem Child with Jeremy Connor. That's one of my favorites. Minority Report. Rapport with Paul of Tompkins. The topics are always interesting, and the free flowing and funny conversations keep me listening and laughing again and again. This podcast is truly a gift to the world. Wow. Oh, here's a good one from Mark Laser. I got you, girl. I did it. My friend Pam. We I'm- did this one last episode. We did. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. Oh. How is your podcast rated? What's your rating? 4.9. Out of 5? Well, 5.0 out of 5. 5.0 out of 5. Oh, my God. With 281 ratings. That's good. That yeah. is good. Uh, so, you guys, keep that up because we love reading those. And maybe we'll read on air. And then, yeah, $1 a month on Patreon really helps us out. And you get two bonus episodes each month. Now, are the bonus episodes like episodes you didn't think were good enough to make like the mm-hmm. regular cut? No. How do you decide on a bonus episode? So the bonus episodes are just Maria and I, and they're more casual. Mm-hmm. So, we have people, if you subscribe to Patreon, you can write in with your little bit, your dear big ones. And we will personally 
personally address them on the air. Oh, okay. And now because we've reached 750, we're going to start prank calling. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And then also we sometimes do like ask Amy's and stuff. Like we'll just kind of read them, give our points of view and then see if Amy agrees. Who's Amy? You know, Amy is the advice columnist for the LA Times. It's like a dear Abby. Oh, okay. Is it time to transition to our big, big one? Yeah. So Ryan, you know, this season is all movie big ones. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. I, I like to hear that you've been listening. I'm sorry. So we've only been doing moral dilemmas from movies. Okay. So now we have one for you tailored specifically to you. Okay. But Matt's going to have to tell it. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Amanda's eating a crab apple. <laughs> Do you have crab apples in California? I think so. You can make apple pies out of them. Yeah? Yeah. But they're a little tart for eating. Okay. Ready? Yes. You're living happily, comfortably, on the grass steplands of the planet Lamu, adjacent to the black soil beaches. You've settled down with your wife, Lyra, and your sweet little daughter, Jin. Occasionally you get a visit from Sagarera, an old friend and confidant. Things couldn't get better. Maybe they could get quieter, Appleface. <laughs> uh, and then, suddenly, out of the literal blue sky, comes the shuttle of Imperial Director Krennic, landing on your front doorstep, saying, if you do not come and complete the mass, the globally destructive mass execution device, the Death Star. I'm going to kidnap your wife and daughter and possibly kill them. Now, this planet killer, the Death Star, will be responsible for the deaths of countless lives. But is that more important than your wife, Lyra, and your daughter, Jin? You must decide. Well... He just dropped the mic. He just dropped the mic. He had to remember a lot of names of planets and people. I'm sure he was right off the top of his head. Well, no, again, I, we'll, I think we got it. We, we, we think we have a, another expert right here. But <laughs> So for those listening, that's Rogue One. And I'm Mads Mickelson. Oh, okay, slow okay. down. So... <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay, Amanda and I... Ryan loves Star Wars, right? Yeah. So we thought we'd do one specifically for Ryan, and then Matt knew of this dilemma, but Amanda and I are going to be catching up this entire episode. Well, Rogue One is the new one, right? One of the new ones, yeah. The first new one. That's the one with Felicity Jones, right? Yeah. Oh, that's Rogue One. Yeah. It's not, it's not the first new one. It's the first uh, spinoff. Outside the series. Yeah, outside the series. Right. And what the was this Star movie Wars about anthology? again? Like, what was she doing? Who the was re- she? The Rebels. I'd like to hear Amanda's recap. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Rogue One, what happened was um, the sexy fighter guy, um, he crashes, bumps into an ex-white man. What? An ex-stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> they partner up, um, then team up with... Um, Felicity Jones, who's a rebel leader, a sergeant, they get together <laughs> because her father has been kidnapped 
and um, has to build the Death Star. Her father's the scientist? No? Okay. <laughs> so then they go on a mission to... This is not like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> they go on a mission um, to s- destroy the Death Star before it's even begun. Oh, the sand planet. What's it called? Dorth. <laughs> <laughs> Dorth. <laughs> Thanks, Marty. Thank you. So Thank is you. that, Ryan, you... was I closer? Um, I don't remember. I think you were combining two of the movies. It sounded oh. like you were combining the plot of Rogue One with the plot of Force Awakens. Okay. Um, And he's talking Rogue One. Like when you were referring to the sexy like fighter teaming up with like the ex stormtrooper, that's uh-huh. Force Awakens. That's oh, my Oscar bad. Isaac and okay. oh, yeah, yeah, John yeah, Boyega. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I love those boys. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, yes. Um, so what's interesting about this dilemma to me is it's kind of, it's kind of that, it's kind of very similar to the last one. It's the... In the that we good- put you between a rock and a hard place? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got a little like a little tiny world that I care about yeah. and then the the big world and I have to choose between yeah. the safety of both. Now, I think what's a little bit different about this is that you're it's a little bit e- it's a little bit harder actually because you're not it's not like you're killing people. Right. It's like you're helping them create a weapon. So it's like a step removed from actually like if you don't do this a bomb is going to fall. It's like right. you know what you're doing is bad but you see how you could um, justify justify it. it in your own mind, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, uh, uh, just really quickly in Rogue One, Felicity Jones. She's. Are you playing the Felicity Jones character no, now? In this in this scenario, I am her father, um, Galen Urso, played by Mads Mikkelsen. Who's and Mads Mikkelsen? He was on Hannibal. He's also on that. It, I didn't watch it, but it looked like a terrible Netflix movie called Polar. You know his face. Okay, so you're Amanda's playing the father, and then her name's Jin. Yeah, her name is Jin, and so the the movie opens with um, this scene that he's describing when Jin is a little girl. They're living this idyllic life out in the middle of nowhere on mm-hmm. this planet, and uh, Mads Mikkelsen or Galen Urso, the character's name. He is a he is a known brilliant scientist in the empire um this takes place just before a new hope okay who wait what's the dad's name again mads mickelson the character or the actor gales urko <laughs> isn't that what you said was mads nicholson matt it's m-a <laughs> m-a uh, i think it's m-a-d-d-s that's a cool m-i-k-k-e-l-s-e-n i think you would know his face Oh yeah, this guy. See. Oh yeah, he's got he's an intense... a Bond villain. Oh yeah, let me see. Is he? I mean, yeah. he looks like one. I don't yeah. know the Bond franchise as well as Matt. Oh, that's that's Lashif. That's, that's Lashif from Casino Royale. Yeah. Is he the one playing cards with? Uh, yeah, he's the one that goes eye. nothing sinister Bond. about his tears of yeah, blood. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, he's intense, but he's a good guy in Rogue One. 
and he's living on this planet with his family. And the Empire, the fledgling Empire, actually, they're not so fledgling. Um, they're they're big and yeah. uh, ruling the galaxy. And they come and find him to help build the Death Star. And so they kidnap him. Right. And um, they he, I think, resists at first. His wife tries to save him. They shoot and murder his wife, if mm-hmm. I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. I didn't love the movie, but... They, so I haven't I haven't seen it in a year, but they come and they shoot her, and Jin escapes. She goes and runs and hides, mm-hmm. and then lives a life, you know, like trying to on the run or just you know in and out of trouble. Um, we catch up with her, you know, probably like twenty years later. And that's when the movie really begins in earnest. Got it. Um, and she wants to rescue her father. So uh, the question is: Is do, as the father, do you? Build the Death Star to save your wife and child. Do does he? I forget what happens in the movie. He does. He mm. goes and uh, is like the lead scientist in building the Death Star. Um, and then she tries to rescue him. And then, like later in the movie, you know, um, sees him and uh, he ends up dying. You know, in a raid. Spoiler alert! Right. This is a hard one. I mean, I off the bat, I'm like. Yeah, probably. I mean, I would just like maybe it would be hard to because this is like hard work to do, right? To design the Death Star. Mm-hmm. So I would maybe just like be like, I can't figure it out. But then they're like, you have to or we're going to kill your Right. Mm. Yeah. I've, uh, first thoughts for me are, yeah, you do it just because like these are it's, you know, people in your small world like you said ryan and then there's you know the outer world but it's like you need to protect what's close to you and i get it's not the right thing the right thing is to protect more people but i don't see how i could like i just don't see how i well this is the other thing if they're if you're not are you the only one who can do it yeah 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 okay well that makes it harder to me because if any any scientist could do it then i would say like Maybe the right thing is to go, I'm not going to, oh no. Okay, if any scientist can do it, then it's like, well, if I don't do it, they're just going to get the next guy. Yeah. But if it's, you're the only one who knows how to do it, it's like, it really is crappy of you to do it. I think, here's the thing. If I don't go along, if I don't play along, they're going to kill my family right then and there. So I can't let that happen. Yeah. So... I'm going to go, and this thing is going to take years and years and years to build, right? Well, yeah, if you're building it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You don't make it. Burn. (laughs) (laughs) You don't make a Death Star overnight. It takes um, decades, potentially. And um, I guess in this case, it didn't take decades. It took a decade. But I think if I remember the plot of the movie correctly, he either builds a weakness into the Death Star which is the thermal exhaust port that Luke Skywalker, you know, ends up blasting, you know, like getting the... Um, How did he know that existed? Who? Luke. That's what the plot of the movie is about the rebel um, attempts to steal the Death Star plans so that they could look for a weakness. And the movie posits, if I remember correctly, that he built this weakness in on purpose so that it would... He can help build the Death Star, but he's, you know... He's kind of sabotaging it by allowing this weakness to be there in case right, the rebels can right. ever. I mean, that's the way to do so it. I mean, what... that is kind of a loophole just for the sake of this conversation. Because yeah. I, I mean, but I understand what Ryan is saying about like you just have to go through the motions. Um, 
I mean, I would be, you'd have to be a hero, like a real hero to, to let your wife and daughter die mm-hmm. to save, Yeah, you know, I can give world. up my own life, but not my wife. And I daughter. know I'm with you. I'm not letting yeah. my, my wife get killed. There's no way you're just your human instinct. And this is what keeps us alive as a species um, because we're pack animals and we form communities like your human instinct is to protect the people you love. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like even though theoretically you should, you know, you should go for the greater good. I actually think that is not fair to ask of someone. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to your group of people. And a lot could happen in the intervening years while you're building the Death Star. Like you might, you don't know if you're going to be alive to actually see it through. And is someone always watching over your wife and kid then to like make sure like if you get out of town that they're not, they're not running away? I don't know. Knowing the Empire, they probably, and you know, if it wasn't, if it didn't go down like it did in the movie where the wife comes running, you know, at stormtroopers with a gun mm-hmm. if she's allowed to live and raise the the girl mm-hmm. um i'm sure the empire would put some like a ring some kind of presence you know mm-hmm. on the yeah. planet to make yeah. sure that you're not in contact with them or whatever yeah i mean obviously the right thing to do is save more than save you know the more people you save the better it is and you're saving the entire galaxy right in the for yeah, the most I mean, part and as it played out uh they used the death star to blow up alderaan mm-hmm. uh and that's hope. right so like that's a whole planet up. was destroyed because of you because of in me, a way because what i did mm-hmm. yeah that's not right <laughs> yeah that's not right so i get but i'm you- not gonna let them shoot my daughter right i know but that's not right ryan i'm sorry alderaan my daughter really okay but hold on a minute i don't think hold alderaan on. Pause, would blame pause, me. pause 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 alderaan is boston <laughs> no, no, no! Wait. In, the, in yes. this scenario, my daughter's Boston, and Alderaan's the world. Are you flipping? No, it? I'm. No, I'm saying you have a daughter, and you have Boston. Uh oh, he's not knowing. He oh, my daughter, know. and but I have to choose between my daughter and Boston. Well, the Death Star is going to be used <laughs> to blow up Boston, where the rest of your family is, <laughs> or my daughter over yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> what would you do? Guys, come on. What? Well, you didn't is... care about Alderaan, but all of a sudden you care about Boston? I didn't know anybody on Alderaan. He's rubbing his eyes. He's he's in a state of... This is like when he took the wheels off of that mad magazine. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, skateboard. Um, <laughs> he's shaking. No, I think I have to let the youngest one live. You can't. You can't. Let the youngest one live? Yeah, my daughter. daughter. My daughter. But why did you call her the youngest one? Because in Boston, everybody's older than my daughter. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, should we do a little improv? Yeah. Where it's like you and I are the Death Star people. Yes. The Death Star execs. Yes. And we've just, (laughs) maybe we've just kidnapped Ryan. Yeah. And what's your name again? Gales? Uh, Galen Urso. So you'll be, you'll be Grand Moff Tarkin. Okay. What's that mean? What's a Grand Moff Tarkin? It's me. It's her. And you can be director Krennic, or you can be Darth Vader if you want. No, I want to be Krennic. And who plays Krennic? Ben Mendelsohn. And you're Peter Cushing. Ben yeah. Mendelsohn. Where if I... Hold on a minute. Oh, Ben Mendelsohn's great. Wait, yeah. let me look at Ben Mendelsohn. He's in that um, TV show, Bloodline. Is that what... No, oh, he is? Is that what it's called? Yeah, oh, the one that, that takes place in yes, Florida. Yes, so good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I never yes. watched that. Oh, it's a great... That first season is great. He's Australian. Then it, 
Okay. He's and great. then you're playing who plays Grandmaster Tarkin? Grand, <laughs> Grand Moff Tarkin. It's played by Peter Cushing. Come on. Grandmaster Tarkin. <laughs> Peter. You're back in Game of Thrones. If I was a DJ though, maybe I'd go by Grandmaster Tarkin. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is Let you, me Amanda. See. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks like me too. Same bone structure. <laughs> I'm CG, right? Yeah. Same figure. Same. Same figure. Oh, so he was CG in this movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they made him CG. Oh, don't get me started on that. Why? You think that's you think that's oh, not right God. either? I don't know. The tech. I feel like it was. Imp- it's more impressive than it was ten years ago. That technology, but it's still not convincing enough for me to look at him. Know this guy's been dead forever. Do you think and- that's right? To to use oh, someone talk about likeness. a moral dilemma. This is another moral dilemma. Uh, I think, no, I don't know uh, who's giving them permission. Well, I guess it's Lucasfilm, so they probably own his. They image. own his image. But if you're like, if we're talking about like, not to get off topic, but if we're talking about like Tupac holograms and and that kind of stuff, like I don't don't do that. Yeah, I think it's kind of. Um, I mean, unless one day they perfect it and it's like seamless. And even then that's actually more creepy. It's like, just find a creative way in your storytelling to not need them. Right. Yeah. Cause then they could have you say anything they wanted you to. I know. Especially if it's like a hologram or something like Tupac where it's just like concerts and then you can just like have him be the the voice of whatever agenda you have. This is like deep fake porn. Have you guys heard about that? No. No. Oh, you haven't? No. No. Oh my God. So deep. Deep fake porn is the t- this technology now exists where they can take pornographic material starring somebody you don't know and put somebody's face that you do know onto oh. onto that. Well, that makes sense because that's like what you can do on Snapchat, basically. How how so? You can put someone else's faces on. on- like you can like did you see that jennifer lawrence video where they put steve buscemi's face on jennifer lawrence and it's jennifer oh, lawrence yeah, yeah. talking that's yeah, like yeah. that technology so i see so people are using this to create porn with whoever they want yeah that's not right that's no that's not right and and if you take it a step further it can be also used now to politically you know um to put out you know, an image of any politician yeah. and make them say something that they didn't say. Yep. And then you spread it around and less discerning viewers will be like, well, he said that. Yeah. So it, it's, it's not good. No, it's not. I think yeah. there should be things that put that away. We should need to outlaw phones and computers. Yeah. I think, I think we do need to. All right. Let's but not be- podcasting. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Let's improvise. So I'm Grandmaster Tarkin. You're no, you're Grandmaster Tarkin. I'm <laughs> Grand. Moff, Moff Tarkin, Tarkin. and uh-huh. I'm um, director, director Krennic. Krennic. Director Krennic, Grandmaster Tarfin, and then who are you again, Ryan? <laughs> I am Galen Urso. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, I got the names, I think. Okay. Hold him down. <laughs> Hold him down, Director Tarfin. <laughs> oh, you're hurting me. Grandmaster Core, no, Grandmaster oh. Tarkin. <laughs> I'm defend. Def- <laughs> I'm Defender Krennic, and I'm Grandmaster Tarfin. You're. How do you find me? We know everything you've been doing. <laughs> Have you been watching me? <laughs> yes, we know you're and the my best. wife. Yes, and your you've child. Been- do you guys like watch me and my wife at night? No, uh, Brian. <laughs> Grandmaster Tarfin sees all. <laughs> <laughs> 
So look, we know your deal. We know that you're a scientist and we need you. We're going to put it. We're going to tell you right now. We need you. How bad? Bad. This will be the biggest project you ever work on in your life, Gaylord. Not interested. I came here to retire in this boondocks planet. We're very happy here. Leave us alone. What were you doing before that you can retire now? Uh, you know, I had like a line. I I uh, created vape pens. <laughs> vape pens, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you're going to put that technology to use by creating us the biggest death star that's ever been created <laughs> what it's is it live play work do? it's live play work like an outdoor shopping center <laughs> <laughs> what does the death star do it's just a big bomb it's a it's it's <laughs> it's where they it live, looks right? like a moon yeah it's that big it's a super station it's a battle super station okay. it can blow up planets so we it's need a one of us we need a super station and but we also need some uh, housing right you probably need to house all the people that work in the Death Star. You probably it's a mixed it's probably a mixed use space with like some shopping and oh, yeah. some nice. entertainment. Yeah, no, so it's that. like the Americana. Yeah. So why do we need an inventor for that? Well, because we don't know how to do it so it can blow up a planet. So that's why we need Gaylord. Okay. So yeah. we're already building the live play workspace. Yeah. And so we just need you to come in, tinker with it so that we can do some other thing we need the weaponizing part of it we already have some nice you know um housing we have apartments a couple of pools we have a fountain so you have add- a we work in there we, we have a we work right. community garden um we have a chipotle mm. a yamba use <laughs> <laughs> so we just need it's a little thing it's not that big of a deal did you say you were from the empire uh yeah we we're, we're well, I, well that's where we're from that's, that's where, where we're from, from but because we're, I don't trust you guys no I don't think you have the best interest in the of the galaxy at heart okay no. look well, at that's this wrong. face that's this face wrong. wouldn't lie to you <laughs> no that's wrong see what we're doing we're just trying to build up the community and so what we're trying to do is build something that can help you know people. It's a community space. It's a community space in space, and also it could blow up a planet if we needed to. I don't know, guys. If we need, it's defensive. Now, let me give you this little caveat. Caveat. Yeah. If you don't do it, and this is if you don't do it, and I'm not even coming at you in like a, in like a, this isn't like, there's no reason why you wouldn't want to do this. And this isn't me trying to be a jerk. But if you don't do it, then your wife and your daughter will die. But that's if you don't do it. Well, how will they die? Very badly. But only if, but again, like we're not jerks or whatever. Like from a disease or by by No, like by our hands. We will murder. You will murder my family. Yes. Dr. Tiffin and I. (laughs) Director. Well, this is quite an offer. Thank you very much. I am going to have to decline. Okay, but you understand if you say no, we're killing your wife. And we have them here. And as you can see, there are guns to their heads. You're going to murder them right now? Yes. Yes. Do they come with me if I come and build? No. If you come with us, then they're going to get to stay here and live out their funny lives. Business. All the, you know, and I get it. it. That's upsetting to you because you're thinking a cool community in space, like a, a work. How are the schools space. at this? Uh, There's no school. It's not. It doesn't have a school. We're going to implant them with chips, and they'll know everything. That oh, they like need the to Matrix. Uh huh. Well. No, they stay here, and we are going to have someone watch over them. But again, we have gonna, an IMAX. We have an I- IMAX, 
But again, if they do any funny business stuff or if you do any funny business stuff, then, you know, we're going to have to still kill them. But we'll protect them also. All right. I I will come. But That's great. let it be said mm-hmm. that I do not support your mission and I am coming under duress. But you, no one's ever going to know that because we're going to you're going to be basically a plaque's going to be put up saying you built the Death Star. And it's no, but gonna, that's what I don't want that. But that's going to happen. And also, listen, once you get into this stuff, it's so fascinating. You're going to get swept yeah. away in it. Well, I know I enjoy my work, but um, I don't enjoy the purpose with which you're going to em- employ this battle station. You're the only one who can do this. The only scientist in the world. You're never going to get an opportunity yeah. like this to weaponize an entire planet. It's a good. It's good. I mean, if nothing else, it's good for your resume. I mean, that's true. But if you just promise not to actually use it, yeah, we promise. <laughs> we promise. Can I have, can I talk this over with my wife and daughter? Yeah. Beep, 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 boop, 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 boop. Daddy. So what did they have to say? Why were there guns to our head? Yeah, Daddy, I didn't like that. They, you know, you know how I spend a lot of time in my office, like building <laughs> Do lasers. Do I know? Yes, of course. They want me to come and build a laser on a super battle station. How <sighs> much does it pay? Yeah, the, how great you've been itching well, to get some new work. It's free room and board, and I'm... they also have an IMAX theater there. <gasps> yeah. Oh no, this isn't the new Death Star where they have a the the Chipotle. Listen, Jin. Oh, and, I'm the wife. I'm Jen. Okay, listen. And what's the wife's name? You know, I don't know. Uh, I'm ashamed to say. Oh, we got him. <laughs> I'll be Sharon. Sharon, Jen, you know I love you very much. If I don't go, they will murder you. So don't. So think fondly of me. Even when they use this battle station to blow up a planet, know that I did this to keep you alive. Okay, uh, daddy, daddy, don't go, don't go. Yeah, uh, this is really kind of upsetting because now you're saying you're leaving us. If I don't leave you, they're gonna murder, murder us. Daddy, don't go, don't go, someday, don't go, Jim, daddy. Daddy, don't go. Daddy, don't go. Daddy, don't go. I have two daughters now? No. Or is this that? No. Daddy This is your know. friend. You have just... two wives. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so I'm doing this for you because yeah. I love you. All right. The improv. Okay. 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 <laughs> Maria. <laughs> wow. That shed a lot of light on things. I think you have to you go. You have to do you it. Have you have to, to go, it. right? I yeah. mean, there's no. you. Can't. Look, if I don't go, they'll murder them. And that is final. If I do go, I got 10 years to figure out like a potential escape plan or to build a weakness into the... There's so many the things that can happen. man is going to have... get the loophole police on you. Uh, you don't like those the loopholes. Only, I know. I don't like the loopholes. The only reason I'll allow it is because we know what happens in the movie. Yeah. I think that you have... I agree. Actually, like normally I'm like, you have to save the masses. But in this case, because you're the scientist creating a weapon, I think you have to go. Because it's not like they're saying... I don't know. I just think I would go. Now, here's something. What if now let's pretend like in a parallel universe okay. that I'm Galen Urso, but I don't have like a wife and a daughter. And instead okay, that's of that's more them, believable. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. That's cold. <laughs> let's just say 
Um, let's say that they pick a couple of people out of like a nearby village or whatever and be like, we'll kill these people. Mm. I'm able. No, you're able to kill those. I'm people. able to kill those people now yeah. when I weigh them against you know a whole planet mm-hmm. because I don't have a personal connection right. to them. Right. In which case, I guess I would just they would just kill me for not coming, mm-hmm. and then I would be a martyr. So you would give your own life to not go with them and design the Death Star. Yeah. I think I would too. Yeah. I don't know. The place sounds nice. <laughs> it does uh, live workspace. Yeah. It's really nice. You would never have to leave. I know. Everything be- you need is right there. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. It's hard because it's like, uh, uh, it's like, I don't want to die, you know? And so that's where it gets hard. I know. But you have to like kind of imagine that the empire, is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like Nazis. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I know. <sighs> yeah. Now, what if these were Nazis? Oh, they're the worst. The Nazis are worse than the Empire. Oh, man. Okay. I would go to the Nazis and then try and, like, loophole. destroy them from the inside. Loophole. Wait, I mean, you, you say loophole, but but that's... No, it's just... But a- that's me. Like, I'm not gonna... I know, but I, I know. can't change the nature of my <laughs> of my heart. But let's say that the weapon, it's it's a non-negotiable that you will create this weapon and it will kill a lot of people. Oh, God. Oh, Ryan's man. in a panic state. Well, this is heavy now because it's yeah. real world. Yeah. This is real world. Join the Nazis and help them create a super weapon uh-huh. or, like, join the Nazis and help them find the Ark of the Covenant so that they can, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right? Now you're in Indiana Jones, right? We, we yeah, tried but- to find a moral dilemma in Indiana Jones, but the only one we could figure out was, would you live forever, but you have to stay in a cave? <laughs> that ring a bell? <laughs> and I was That's like, from the last one. That's uh, from the well, second the, one. Yeah, the penultimate episode. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I know, making it Nazis does change things. I mean, listen, I think at that point, if, if it's the Nazis, and it's probably the same with the Emperor, honestly. If the whole ship is going down, you have to not engage with the enemy. If you're the only one that can do it, then you do, I guess, have to sacrifice yourself. And your family. Yeah. If you're just another cog in the wheel, then, you know, then you go along with it and you kind of hide behind it or whatever and you just kind of... But, like, if you're the only one that can do it, then you not doing it is going to lead to people not being killed the lesson to be learned here is don't aspire to learn great no things that's why don't be an then you'll be safe don't be an yeah. expert no, like, don't don't have anything that anyone can need from you right just aim low and yeah. live blissfully like if someone who's bad right now like say like the russians came to us no <laughs> offense to all our russian listeners but you guys were meddling okay yeah. so if the russians came to us and they were like we need you to do this podcast, um, mm-hmm. but it's going to like affect the election. But otherwise, if you don't do the podcast, I'm going to like kill your pet. No, oh, I do man. the podcast. I would too. Do the podcast, and then is it can is it a loophole for you to turn around and talk to FBI afterwards? Well, I don't. But it's not. It's like ju- it's an election, so like it's not like people are dying. It's like uh, mess with it. Uh, but my animal's not going to die because of an election. <laughs> Sorry. That's fair. I have a question about who the emperor is. Yeah. Who's the emperor? <laughs> Chancellor Palpatine. 
Okay, now. No. <laughs> Chancellor Palpatine from the planet Naboo. Okay, just hold on. Also, just hold known on. as Darth Sidious. Okay, why does he have two names? Because he has a he has a double life. He on what? the one hand he presents himself as a a politician looking out for the good of his people. Uh huh. Okay, this is when he in, in all of his dealings with Queen Amidala. And this is the guy with the hood. Yeah. Well. Yeah, a cloak. No. I'm getting so bored. I know, but Amanda, well, yeah, but you, you know have to your know listeners that this, aren't because this I bet your listeners me. are big Star this Wars. Really, have you seen Star Wars? I've seen it, but I don't understand like the hierarchy because people are always like the Emperor. Who's the Emperor? Who's who's? Th- there's this? a lot more to the Emperor. Okay, all right. I'm done, Amanda. I'm done. I just needed some because it's a lot. Yeah, I just I like Star Wars. I've seen it all, but. I know, but I just, I'm confused as to who some people are. Do you see the new movies? Yeah. Okay, well. I just rewatched the first, the, the, the yeah, four, just, five, six. Yeah. Well, they're great. They're, they're, boy, they they're great. boys. They're for the boys. They're for um, the boys. Rest yeah. in peace, Peter, Peter Mayhew. That's right. Mm. Peter Mayhew's gone. Mm. Um, so, Ryan, so we're all not doing it, right? We're all, we're all getting We're all killed. going to the Death Star. Yeah. And no, we are going to the Death Star or we aren't? Um, okay, no, I'm going to go to the Death Star if it's the Empire. If it's Nazis, no. Okay. I'm going to go to the Death Star to save my family. Uh-huh. If it's Nazis and it's not my family but just some other guys down the street, I'm going to let them kill the other guys down the street. I'm not going to go. I'm just going to die. And your family? Yeah, because, I mean, the I can't I can't be part of it. And I'd rather just die. I can't do all that work. Never, yeah. Yeah, but you really like Chipotle and I know. I just can't because when I think about it, it's like the amount of destruction it's gonna bring and if I'm the only one that can do it, I just can't. You gotta do it. die. Okay, fair, fair. Oh, I mean chime in guys if you're listening and you're thinking we're making the wrong call. Yeah, if you're on the Death us. Star, chime in. Let us know what that uh that uh if you're on the third Death Star. The third. Yeah. They made another one. Return of the Jedi. Oh, God. So now, like, if there's another one now, it's the th- at least the oh, third. Oh, my God. We can't get into it. Yeah. Um. Now, here's the little big listener big one. Um, Dear big ones, I'm a college student. The other day, my professor assigned our class a group project. Right away, the guy next to me, who I didn't know, asked me to be his partner. He seemed nice, so I said yes. Let's call him Sam. Well, he didn't end up doing any of the work on the project, and I ended up completing it all by myself. It wasn't that difficult, so I didn't mind doing it. When it was our day to present everything, it went fine. I presented the whole thing, and he diligently changed the slides when I cued him. After we were done presenting, my professor turned on a movie for us all to watch. As soon as the movie started, my professor beelined toward my seat and knelt down beside me. He asked me if Sam had contributed to the project at all. Sam was sitting right behind me when my professor asked me oh this. God. It was a pretty awkward situation. I didn't want to make an enemy of Sam, and it was kind of on me that he had not done anything because I didn't really go um, out of my way to include him in the project. I didn't know if I should lie and tell the professor we both did an equal part or tell the truth while Sam can hear the whole thing. Yeah. What would you have done? Also, Ghost Girls was so great. I showed my friends and they loved it. You guys should make more. What did you do? What was the final? I know. You're kind of burying the lead. Uh, and this comes in from... Can I say this person's name? They don't say not to. This she is from Jack. She didn't... Uh, she didn't... Is that a girl? 
think it's he, a boy. It's a boy. He didn't do anything because he, before he did anything, he wrote that email. Yeah, out to, <laughs> he's still <laughs> waiting. He's still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- that professor put you in such a oh god bad situation. I love this one. You do? Yeah, because I can I, I can identify because I often carried the weight in school uh, projects. So what do you think, Ryan? Um, now I personally I carried the weight because I felt like we're better off if I carry the weight. Oh, we're going to get a better grade if I carry the weight. Okay. Um, but I don't think anybody... This this guy took advantage of Jack. That's different. But like, it seems like Jack's saying that he didn't because Jack didn't go out of his way to go like you have to do... He was like, I'll just... It's not that hard. I'll do a lot of it. Yeah, but it's both... It, it's people's... Both of their shared responsibility to make sure you're contributing. Okay. You know what I mean? So I think it was... I think the guy took advantage of Jack, but mm-hmm. also Jack didn't communicate properly mm-hmm. as far as like maybe designating some work for this guy. However, if Jack really didn't mind, then there's no problem. But if you secretly did kind of mind. Here's what he should do. Okay. First of all, that there's no accident that this other guy asked Jack to be his partner mm-hmm. because he's observed in class that Jack is a great student. Okay. Okay. So, or he just got insanely lucky, but I feel like he was like, I'm going to team up with Jack and then I'm going to, I'm on a coast. Right. So it sucks that you're being asked when this kid is sitting right behind you. So you tell the teacher, oh, no, 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 no. It was 50-50, right? Mm-hmm. Then go to your teacher later and be like, I couldn't answer in the no, moment, truthfully, Ryan, because he's right no, there. Oh, no, no. You, that's a rat. That's a rat. That's a rat. You do not tell. Well, how is it more of a rat than like saying it right in you front of you? You don't say it ever. So you just... You just okay, or you just, or you just learn your lesson. You learn and your you lesson. You never team up with this guy. Yeah, Absolutely, that's, fine too. that's what you do because I think there is something devious about not saying it in front of Jack and then going yeah. to tell the teacher. Yeah, it's not it's worth sneaky. it. It's like at okay. the end of the day, it's such I'm, a, it's such a little thing, and the only person that's going to get hurt in this is the other guy because he's going to not be doing any of the work and not be learning and whatever. This is something you did it, whatever it is, what it is. You won't work with that person again. Move on. Okay, that's fine. And I'll tell you this: the teacher knows. That's why. Yeah, that was weird of the teacher to do. Like, but the teacher knows. That's why the teacher asked because right. the teacher like, knows. What, 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 what we didn't know the other guy's name. Um, it's, he said it's, um, Sam or something. It's director Krennic. Yeah. Yeah, It's director director Gaylord Krennic. Um, Gaylord Sam. (laughs) Uh, the teacher knows that he's probably not the greatest student Mm -hmm. and was like, wow, Gaylord Sam apparently did really well on this Why project. Why would he up. ask right in front of the guy, yeah, though? That's, that's weird. so weird. Don't put him on so the spot weird. like that. Also, he probably could tell from the presentation of all your friends doing, all your partners doing is changing the slides. Yeah. He probably diligently. wants to. But he was diligently doing yeah. it. If you, you know, you can say whatever you want about Gaylord Sam. Mm-hmm. The guy is diligent. No, not Sam. Oh, Sam. Yeah, he was diligently changing the slides. Yeah, he was. I, and I again, I'm not sure what his name. Yeah, was. I think when you, you know, it's a little different in like it was grade Sam. school, I guess, because like people are more being shaped. So if you did want to go up to the teacher afterwards and just be like, "Hey, you know, I did do a lot of this work," like I don't know, maybe. But college, it's like. I mean, I think you could also just, I think, learn your lesson. Also, next time you partner with someone, you might want to pick up some delegation skills because those are really helpful. (laughs) Amanda, your hair. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) Don't fix it. Yeah. Hold on a minute. (laughs) 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 I I, I was amused by that. (laughs) I hear it. 
By the way, everybody, she's in her pajamas. Yeah, she's in she's, a robe. She's in her silk robe in that yeah, silk she robe. She rolled out of bed and started recording. <laughs> I did. But um, we're actually all in Matt and Amanda's bed right now recording this episode. I wish. Well, you have to pick up some what skill? delegation skills. Those are really helpful because, yeah, of course, it's always going to be easier just to do something yourself. But if you're ever, you sound like a very smart person. You're probably going to be running your own business within the next five years. If there's anything I've learned from starting this podcast network, it's learn to delegate. Yeah. So it's, if you can learn to delegate, it's going to make your life a lot easier. So Ryan, what's up with you? Do you want people to see anything you've done or anything? I don't have anything new since the last time, but I'm working on new stuff. That's but, great. Like, you can't read it yet, you know, because okay. it's not done. You don't want people, maybe you could, people could email you and then you could send them f- like back. A page? Yeah. And like, then what they are could your thoughts? You know, yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Okay. Ingrid gave out her personal email and she got some emails. I mean, I'll take emails. Do you want to give out your personal email? Um, you know, slide into my DMs on Instagram. Okay. Okay. And that's what, how do people get to you? Uh, at Ryan P. Corrigan. And anything you want to tell them that if they can't see work of yours, do you want to tell them to see like a movie that you really love that maybe they haven't seen before? Mm. I don't know. Just name a movie you love that's not Star Wars. No. I love Star Wars. I love Boogie Nights. <laughs> I love E.T. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love e. Zodiac. E.T. would be a good one. Zodiac's my favorite. I just favorite. rewatched Z- Z- Zod- Zodiac. Zodiac's my favorite movie of the last, well, really? 12 years. Really? Yeah. Why? I mean, so I, it's good. really good, but that's the last 10 years? Yeah, 12, 2007. Um, it just, it just, well, I mean, David Fincher's no slouch, you know, like sure. his movies are usually pretty good, but yeah. it, um, creates a sense of time and place, a very strong sense of time and place and takes you to that place. Uh, really well and i like that then you add the serial killer aspect to it that's always interesting the performances are awesome it's shot beautifully and it's on netflix so people can go watch it right now check out zodiac and then email me what you thought but you didn't give your slide into my dms with your thoughts on zodiac what are you filming oh i'm not i was just gonna set this up so because we always forget to do a picture so i'm gonna set it up over here and then you Mm. guys can come around me and we'll do a picture should we do it with our microphones right now yeah should we do an on-air picture let me see if i can um... so amanda's setting up her phone oh she's taking off her headphones she's putting she's moving a planter (laughs) she's putting it on top of a kindle (laughs) she's putting the plant she's putting the phone (laughs) on the plant oh that's good okay ryan come here (laughs) oh no (laughs) it fell oh god amanda (laughs) oh my god she put a coaster in to keep it up okay Okay. where's the lens i don't know we don't know amanda there's a leaf in front of it (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) we have to to see these (laughs) (laughs) Why <laughs> the leaf? <laughs> I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, well, that's if anyone can see that because that's out. I'm gonna post that with this, so. Oh my god! That's oh, so that's funny. so funny. All right. Well, guys, uh, as always, you can tweet us at the Big Ones Pod, 
And um, you can email us at the big ones podcast at gmail.com. Send us your listener big ones. Give us some big, big one ideas. Or just say hi. Rate and review us. Join our Patreon. Amanda broke the headphones. No, I'm fixing them. Okay, well, Ryan, thanks for coming over and spending your Sunday with did us. Did you have fun? I did, yeah. Thank you for having me again. You're of a great course. guest. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to The, the Big, big one. one. Big screen. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.